Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of My Two Cents with your host Kennedy. Happy Friday, I hope y'all are having a great day. If you did not listen to my last episode, um, I'm just going to remind y'all that I am now uploading two times a week, Monday and Friday, and any bonus episodes will be posted on Wednesdays. And today is obviously Friday when I'm posting this, so Fridays are my designated pop culture days where I'm going to talk about any celeb news that happened that week that I'm interested in and any TV shows or movies that I watch in the prior week and my thoughts about them. Um, and that's all I really have to say. Um, I'm really sore right now because I just did a hit workout for the first time in a couple months and I'm already feeling the effects of that and my body is going to hate me tomorrow. But you know what? I feel good with getting back in my workout groove over winter break. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. But I want to do, or oh wow, can I speak? Um, but I do want to add a little note that when I get to the um, TV and movie section, that will be all spoilers. It will always be spoilers every week. Um because that's just how I want to talk about it so if you haven't watched the shows which will be listed in the description every week on what shows and movies and whatever I'm talking about um so if you see that list and you're like oh I haven't watched it then don't listen to this come back later when you have watched the movie or tv show and yeah we're gonna jump right into the celeb news there wasn't much this past week that happened that really stood out to me and it and I was like, ooh, I need to talk about it. And even the one story I chose is not really something that like stood out to me. But I just kind of wanted to talk about a certain person that is involved in this news. But if you read the show description, you would have seen that I will be talking about Dua Lipa dating Giancarlo. Which, this is actually really funny because I was texting my friends at the same time as I was like, looking through social media like I was going back and forth and I saw it and I was like oh my gosh I need to send this to the group chat now one of my friends is a big Jack Carlo fan like all of them are but this one friend in particular like she loves him thinks he's like the cutest person ever and I was like and I said my friend's name I was like listen are you sitting down right now I need you to be calm before I send you this news and her reaction which is hilarious, but I'm going to read y'all a little bit of what the page six article said. I'm pretty sure they're the first ones to like share this story because the main place where I get my pop culture news and stuff from is Chicks in the Office and The Toast. And Chicks in the Office is who I saw first report and they got their information from page six. So like I said, I'm getting this from the page six um business this is a page six article um it says okay page six here's that Dua Lipa is dating rapper Jack Harlow whose latest album features a pian whatever that word is to the British Albanian star entitled appropriately enough Dua Lipa Harlow has said that before the album came out in May he asked Lipa on FaceTime to get her blessing and that and Oh wow, I'm so sorry about this stuttering, you guys. They like worded this weird and and that wow, he got a somewhat awkward response. She gave him the nod. But it seems that after meeting the charming rap person, the rap star in person at the Variety Hitmakers brunch in Los Angeles in November, sorry, I just low-key died. <laughs> she was she has become quite smitten with the charming rapper and we're told they've been in constant constant communication ever since. Meanwhile, according to a source, he was very interested in her and was going to strongly pursue the romance. Insiders say he even flew to New York City to meet up with her after her Z100 Jingle Ball appearance on Friday and Page Six Spies say the two were spotted arriving separately at a restaurant in the Meatpacking District for lunch the next day. And then it just goes on to how they're trying to be private. Um, and that she was just seen with Trevor Noah back in September. And yada, yada, yada. Um, apparently, though, this dinner that Noah and Dua 
or not Noah, Trevor Noah and Dua were spotted at, like, at their dinner. Apparently, that was just a friendly dinner, but who knows? Um, well, I'm so sorry that, like, I just, like, stumbled <laughs> through most of that article, I swear, some days. You know, some days we just have those days where we can read stuff correctly, and some days we cannot, so I apologize. But to me, when I first saw this, I was like, what? This is the most random pairing ever but I will say I'm not a fan of either of them I do not listen to Dua Lipa's music I only listened to her music and discovered who she was when her song levitating like popped popped off on TikTok and Jack Harlow I don't know I'm just not I do like rap music but I just am not really drawn to his music or him in general um so I can't really say anything in regards to them being compatible maybe like their fans will be way better at that but I'm like wow what a random pairing <laughs> just like Pete Davidson and Imrata like what um but I wanted to talk about them because I want to know like does anyone else like know the origins of Dua Lipa like who even is Dua Lipa like before this I knew oh she dated Anwar Hadid I think that's how you pronounce it and he is obviously Bella and Gigi Hadid's brother and he's a model um yeah like I just it's like she just like popped up at least for me I mean obviously I know she has a big backstory because I remember seeing like a trailer or something I think she did like some type of documentary you know about her whole journey and stuff but I'm just like sis just popped out of nowhere like who really listens to Dua Lipa like I have never met anyone who literally listens to Dua Lipa like her music is very much like retail store music like you would hear that walking into like a little boutique or something um I mean Levitane is like a bop or whatever but personally just not for me and I've seen like you know discussions on Twitter about her concert presence but yeah I mean but hey she doing her thing she obviously popular people like her I mean Jack Carlo dedicated a whole song to her so obviously she's doing her little thing she popping so love that for her but that's all I really wanted to talk about in regards to them um this week was pretty tame with celeb news um that I was like interested in and wanted to talk about and even this was like eh, I'm still gonna talk about it anyways but hopefully next week there's some more juicy stuff the tv recap is going to be really thick today um we are going to be talking about too hot to handle the newest season season four the last batch of episodes just dropped yesterday and i already finished it all which i'm actually surprised because usually i wait till all the episodes are released to start watching it but i was just like no i like i need to be filled in on what people are talking about on twitter and just started already and i wasn't really watching anything at that time either and i'm going to be talking about the harry and megan docuseries and those are the two things but I have a lot to say about the newest season of Two Out to Handle. So that's why we're only with two. I haven't really watched any movies this week. I don't think I've watched any this week that are like new and like popping. I watched a lot last week, but I was like, it just won't be like relevant enough in general and in my mind to talk about it again. But here we are. Um, and I'm going to reiterate again my tv show sections and in the future when i talk about movies will always be filled with spoilers so if you don't want spoilers do not listen and come back when you have watched the show and if you haven't watched it but you like don't care um feel free to keep on listening i know sometimes when i hear people talk about stuff that i don't care about spoilers but i haven't like seen the show yet or anything and i'm like iffy about it sometimes hearing the spoilers makes me want to watch it but I'm gonna stop doing a lot of rambling and get right into it. So the first show I'm going to be talking about is Do I to Handle, completely binged it. I think this was honestly my favorite season so far. I think overall the whole cast wasn't as insufferable except for a few people where I feel like as in the past seasons it was like everyone sucks but it's like no not everyone really sucked this season so I love that and I feel like there are a lot more genuine connections but I don't know I could just be like talking a whole a whole lot of nonsense because I haven't watched the other seasons since they've been released 
so I can't really remember but I didn't know the best way to really talk about all the events that happened in this show in like the best way so I just split it up by all the couples first in no particular order and then all the single people after so that's how we're gonna do it today so first we're gonna start with Britton and James both from Hawaii um my first impressions of them was Britton like she's really pretty and like the effortless like natural way like even without makeup like she just looks so fresh and like she looks like she belongs in the Game of Thrones like with her like very like light skin and like with her very very like almost like platinum blonde long hair and stuff like she legit looks like she could be in like the Game of Thrones or something and then James I was like yeah he's an attractive guy too um n like very much have seen his look before so nothing special but yeah he's attractive you can say um I personally thought him being really strict on the rules was really funny because I would do the same thing. I know he got like a lot of flack from that from people in the villa and people on the internet. But I'm like, y'all, if 200k was on the line, especially as a college student, I would be acting the same way. Like, like that money is seriously life changing money. And I feel like like these people are just so selfish but i will say even though i said this is my favorite season and the people were less inseparable i will say this season i feel like i was seeing a whole new level of selfishness really especially when we talk about caleb and seb but i was just like dang like i'm like do these people not understand like this money is life-changing money for i know every single one of them so i don't know why they're not taking this more serious but whatever ugh in the past <laughs> and it's great entertainment so i feel like i can't get on them too much for that um but i will say i do think Burton loki did him dirty when she called him out in front of everyone at the punching bag workshop but i definitely understand where she was coming from because he really wasn't being that affectionate and i can see how that can be really annoying but hey james is trying to get his bag he's a college college student like he said um i'm a college student so i definitely understand the money aspect i mean you gotta pay your way classes are not cheap like nothing is cheap at all like i totally understand but i definitely think she should have communicated to him before that and not really embarrass him but like you know sometimes you just gotta humble them that way and he honestly probably wouldn't have listened if we're being honest if she did talk to him before that workshop but who knows but i did love their comeback um they did end up like i don't want to say like breaking up because none of them are just none of them are official so they didn't they did end up going separate ways and kind of like in the show it's like you kind of signal that like you're done when you don't sleep in the same bed at the end of the day if you move on so she jumped in the bed with ethan and he was really upset about it um but i did think okay actually i'm gonna save that what i was about to say for either the next thing i say because it'll make more sense but he was like pouting and stuff about it but i feel like he definitely should have talked to her like very soon after but he didn't but i guess he just needed to feel his feelings and maybe he thought oh she's gonna regret it blah 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 but ethan sure did swoop up and grab her which i mean like period he's taking his chance but but Ethan sucks anyways um but James coming back and apologizing after the workshop which side note about the specific workshop in question in no way they needed a workshop to treat these men how to treat women but I digress um but this but him coming back and apologizing really showed his growth and his ability to communicate and really just think about his actions and i honestly i like appreciated that on the behalf of britain and i love that she really appreciated that as well i feel like that's what she's been waiting for this whole time like i don't feel like she really liked ethan i just think she liked the attention and we just like that's what, that's just what she wanted from james this whole time and i think they look good together like i can definitely see them 
working out outside of this retreat and like yeah they just look well together but I hate Ethan so I'm glad that Britton and James got back together um and they're just so cute and the fact that they both live in Hawaii is everything so it's like a lot easier for them to like stay in contact and be successful versus the other couples where they will have to be long distance I know obviously Hawaii is like a bunch of islands but I'm sure they can make it work hopefully they live on the same island um and yeah um yeah that's all I have to say about Britton and James now we're gonna go on to Jawa here and Nick by far the cutest couple on the show and honestly a fan favorite I was like seeing TikToks about them before I even started this show and I started like a day or two after it came out actually no I think I started it the day it came out but I was a little slow kind of like getting the episodes done and I might have been like on episode like two or three and I was already seeing TikToks and I was like what 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 um and they weren't even together yet so I was like what the heck no, not gonna lie, at first, just because I didn't fully watch the TikToks about Nick and Jawa here, I thought she was gonna get with Creed, and I was like, no way she gets with Creed, because like I said, at, at this point, her and her and Nick were not together, so I was like, how the heck does she end up with Creed, but then I realized, oh, I just didn't watch the TikToks all the way, and just the way the person recorded it, I didn't realize it was like Nick talking, I just saw Creed, and I was like, what, I need to keep watching, because like, how the heck does she end up with Creed but then I obviously realized it was not Creed that she ends up with it's Nick so I was very happy about that um they compliment each other so well my friend was like he's like the shy boy and she's like you know like the bad hot girlfriend and I was like yes they come they compliment each other so well um Nick really manifested her for real if you watch the show you know he's all into the meditating and manifesting and putting out good energy and talking about um what he what's meant for him will attract towards him all that stuff I'm like yes I love it I'm like teach me your ways because obviously what you're doing is perfect and it seems like he's really into that stuff so we love that but I will say with them being the cutest couple and me loving them Jawa here almost fumbled the bag like i get that sean is hot but we will get into him later but nick has never made her feel insecure once or had any issues at all and he has only showed that he loves her like even when job right here was kind of like struggling between nick and sean he was so nice about it and willing to give her space and let her figure that out even though it was killing him inside and he was crying and he literally was like i love you and I was like, wow, that's, he is a good one because I would have been like, F you for real or just been like really mad. Um, cause it's like no way your head turned that fast, especially when it's like, she opened up about issues and he could probably tell that this was just a defense mechanism, but he still gave her the space, which is really sweet. Um, but I did like that she was very open about her abandonment issues with her being adopted and all that stuff like I know that so many people can probably relate to that and I just really admired that um but I'm glad she was able to reflect and go with her gut and chose Nick at the end because I low-key thought she was going to end up like choosing Sean um but Sean he's a nice guy but I just knew like they weren't compatible um maybe out in the real world they would have had a little fling or something but nothing serious I don't think um but I appreciated that she apologized to Sean. She really didn't have to. I think that was really nice of her. But I feel like since Sean was just so confident about Jawa here choosing him, like maybe he was like kind of really into it maybe. And so it was probably good for him to kind of get that closure and apology as well. I don't think like she led Sean on, but I think it was so good that, you know, she talked to him and he took it really well, which I liked as well. And, and it's like he was there like him and Imogen were there for a short amount of time so he can't really get too mad or too attached um because they didn't really spend that much time together but I still appreciated like all of that like their whole scene together and like and I can see them being like good friends in real life um and 
so obviously if you watch the show or if you didn't watch the show but don't care about spoilers um job right here and nick did end up winning i believe i don't know loki like the last episodes of these reality shows when it comes to the winners and stuff i like don't really care that much because they like they're like oh look at the growth and blah 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 i'm like okay just tell me who wins so i'm pretty sure job right here and nick were voted as a couple like they were nominated as a couple and they won and the vote was six to one like that's crazy i was weak like i know caleb and seb were sick especially caleb um on the fun on the final episode i was like low-key like on my phone i wasn't paying attention that much especially because i was like angry texting my friends about creed which we will definitely get into him later um but apparently kayla made a little face when she heard that jawa here and nick won i'm like she probably did i didn't see it but would not put it past her and especially after hearing that six to one vote i want to know who that one vote was whoever whoever it is is smoking crack but Java here and nick definitely deserve it they're the strongest couple by far um even though they were acting a mess a little while spending a lot of money i was like wow y'all look he's selfish like get a grip but you know they ended up winning at the end of the day but like no way the prize fund went from 200k to i think it was 89,000. like that's insane 89,000 is still a a insane and a sane amount of money but like dang y'all could have had way more if y'all would have just not been acting up but oh well so that's all i have to say about drawer here and nick i wonder if they're together in, in real life the show like the last couple episodes just came out yesterday and obviously on shows like that you sign a contract you can't post about anything to let people know if you're together or not with that person so there hasn't been like much of anything about if those couples are still together but hopefully they are and if not hopefully they're still in each other's good graces but now on to caleb and seb honestly i wasn't feeling them at first um when like they first arrived individually and when they ended up getting coupled together i honestly did not think it was gonna last for real but i'll tell you guys like my quick individual thoughts about them so kayla i think she's really pretty but the fact that every boy wanted her at the beginning was like what i think that was like a fan like that was a very popular opinion like why is everyone going to kayla like she's pretty but like there are so many other pretty girls too you know what i mean and uh, i don't really kind of want to like really discuss and like possibly be like borderline bashing a girl's look because that is just not okay but since we're talking about reality tv and this show is definitely very shallow and a lot of people on the show are shallow we are going to be shallow for a minute and just say that even though she is pretty definitely very prettier than me <laughs> um she looks like every other la influencer girl and just very 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 basic and i'm just like no way you're going all for her when dominique is right over there a literal fatty and jawa here looking like an absolute queen and Britton looking like just just you know just fresh and then sophie being pretty as well like come on now like and especially it was like annoying because they all want to be or they all want all the boys wanted her at the beginning and so they weren't really like trying or really mingling well with the other girls i was like y'all are so stupid like there's no way all five of y'all i can even remember at the beginning are gonna be dating this one girl so y'all are gonna have to have some other options but it's whatever oh i just remembered okay so i put in my notes i forgot who seb was with before kayla but i do remember him and jawa here kissing in the beginning so i'm pretty sure she was with seb or seb and jawa here were together in the beginning um and i can't remember how far that went like i remember they kissed but like did they sleep in the same bed at the end of the day because i know kayla was with like nigel at the beginning i don't know who cares um but yeah um seb i honestly do not think too much about him i thought his accent was cool but i knew he was a little f boy i could just tell it i was like oof this will be interesting cam 2.0 um but yeah um but once kayla and seb got together i just hated them so much they were being so selfish they spent so much money with no 
thought towards the other people they literally spent 400k because she was insecure um i think yeah he went on a date with flavia that's what happened which we'll talk about in the next couple section but um she got really insecure because flavia is like his exact type and she got so insecure so she decided to sleep with him and it was just it was just insane and like and the fact that they didn't like own up to it and just and lana had to tell i was like i i was like that is literal grounds to fight i was like no way they're sitting here and they're not getting jumped like i would have swung like they deserve to get beat up for that not even they could like like the other people there had the right to jump them like bro they should have got cussed out more than they did like they should have they should have really got put in a place and then the fact that they try to be like sorry sorry like yeah they and they the way they just try to justify it like oh my gosh like just so selfish i was like i've never seen people more selfish it's disgusting it was just no i can't think about this any much longer or i am going to be mad all over again um and yeah and then they had the nerve to try to lie about that 40k being spent and they had to go to the cabana but i'm glad they ended up being like a genuine couple and having a good connection at the end of the day like they're the only ones that left the retreat being official um it was giving kim and emily 2.0 um so that was like really sweet and nice to have like you know both the players kind of settled down they're official so that's nice um but i will say i'm honestly surprised kayla did not get mad at seb over ending her date with sean early like y'all made it this far and you still don't trust her like he was getting a little close to the button but i honestly did not think he was gonna press it but his insecurity got the best of him i'm like if anything flavia should have been the one to worry and i mean she didn't worry enough because creed was definitely being very disrespectful or not okay i won't say disrespectful because no one at this point was technically official but he was being very handsy i will say that especially if he had the intent of staying with flavia very very weird but anyways i hope okay i can like see my audio and stuff on my computer as i'm recording and sometimes it looks like the mic isn't picking up what i said so hopefully my audio and stuff wasn't just like cutting out for a part but sorry if it did um but yeah like i said no way y'all made it this far you still don't trust her but i mean she didn't feel any type of way really about it um i think she honestly was more flattered about it but i know sick was worried but honestly it gave it gave him a taste of his own medicine because when him and flavia went on a date like he went straight to the rest of the group walked in holding her hand and kayla gave him the taste of his own medicine because he walked in or no she walked in with sean's hand and knowing that seb was sick and worried just like she was like she started even crying which not gonna lie i kind of laughed but oh well that's all i really have to say about caleb and seb now this next section y'all i have a lot to say it's about creed and flavia y'all i don't even know where to start i have a lot to say oh my gosh i feel like the best part the the best way to start this is with flavia so she's a pretty girl all of them are but oh my gosh is she dumb for someone with trust issues she sure was believing creed's lies which is very interesting to me and even Sophie tried to warn him after created Imogen's state. Like, I think there's, like, some type of comment made. And Flavia was like, I'm not worried. And Sophie was like, you should be. And she should have been. Um, but how you get them is how you use them. Like, I love how Flavia told Kayla that she's, like, all about girl code, girls over boys, but still still Creed from Sophie. Like, okay, girl. But other than that, I honestly do not do not have much to say about flavia but i got a lot to say about creed so we're gonna move on to creed so i knew from the beginning i wouldn't like him too much just because 
in terms of what I find attractive in boys personality wise and kind of look wise he's just not it and like, he was just the complete opposite especially personality wise and look wise too I don't really like blondes um so that's the so Hardy blondes is like eh but then his personality he opened up his mouth I was like oh like even his accent could not save him I was just like this man is not it but like I always do with people I decided to give him you know kind of like the benefit of the doubt but once again I was proven that I need to listen to my gut from the very beginning when it comes to people like first of all he did Sophie hello dirty very much in his own ways of jumping to the new shiny thing as he said himself and him talking to Sophie like when he was like dumping her was a bunch of bs like especially when he was like i just want to be friends and blah 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 i'm like no we both know we all know he do not care about being friends he just doesn't want to feel guilty about dumping her especially in this muggy way as the brits would say but i love how sophie like kind of stood up for him it was not for any of his bs and didn't reconcile with him at all during the rest of her time there like he does not deserve her kindness forgiveness none of that he's literal trash like props to sophie for like even like not even giving him like the time of day to even like finish the conversation she was like you know what i'm done with you and she got up and left and i love that and i don't think they really talked ever again and i just think it was probably a little awkward between them which is all his fault like you're literal trash okay um second of all he is a pathological liar like the way he was trying to two-time flavia and imogen was wild and the way he didn't expect them to have a talk when they were all literally in the same villa with no contact with the outside world for weeks like be for real and i don't even think they're even allowed to have books with them like they have no choice but to communicate with each other or just be off by themselves and like remind y'all they're there for weeks like like i think legit like over like six weeks or something like that like they're there for a while with no contact whatsoever not really any entertainment so it's like what the heck like you are the dumbest person ever and he will legit tell Imogen that like, oh, she was the one that was going to end things with Flavia. And it just feels like a friendship. And he thinks that him and Imogen have an unreal bond and that she's everything he wants, blah, blah, blah. But then he would tell Flavia the same thing. And like what really got me was literally in the bathroom, it was just Imogen and Creed. And I remember he was like, yeah, I'm not even going to like cuddle around Flavia. I'm going to face the door and be miserable the whole time. And, like, they were, like, hugging in the bathroom because no one else was in there. But then he was literally telling Flavia, like, the next day that he was going to end things with Imogen. Like, what? And what got me was when he was talking with Flavia about ending things with Imogen. And he waved at her. And I'm pretty sure he told Flavia that he ended it, but he really didn't. He just told Imogen that he was going to end things with Flavia. Like, you were such a freaking liar. It's insane. Like, he he thought he was doing his thing. Like, he thought he ate. And I'm like, if he did this on a reality TV show, can you even imagine what he's like in real life? Like, every girl that he's dealt with deserves financial compensation for dealing with him. Like, oh my god, I would be traumatized either dealing with him. I was legit screaming at the screen. And what really got me about him was the second to last episode. Lana literally put him on the spot in front of everyone or he would be leaving the villa immediately immediately like she was like you tell the truth or you're leaving and he still chose to lie like can we just take a moment of silence for his stupidity he was trying to say he ended things with imogen and told her and like told her as in flavia that what him and imogen had like i told her it was just a friendship and imogen's just kind of sitting there like what like no you did not say that but it's real funny because like i said earlier he was also saying that he has an unreal bond with imogen but okay like are you really that much of a coward that you can't even tell the truth when it's literally between you leaving and just telling the truth like be so serious right now and he couldn't even look them in the eye when he was spitting out these stupid lies and then in the interview portions like in between this whole debacle he was getting mad that imogen was quote-unquote throwing him under the bus 
like be for real she's just telling the truth because you can't lie anymore like you just and he was like oh i really dug myself deep in the lie like it's time to tell the truth grow up you're literally he's definitely in his 20s i cannot remember um and there's nothing wrong with like having with not being <laughs> oh my god and there's nothing wrong with not have been in a relationship before in your 20s because that is very much going to be me but i don't think in my situation is necessarily a red flag but for him and his behavior definitely a red flag um and yeah but he just acts like everything he has said and done has not been listened to by lana and recorded like what like he just like i don't like he lives on another planet like he's he's literally living a delusional life and the fact that the finale was like the next day too i'm pretty sure so like the time like the time uh or <laughs> oh my gosh the time between that little moment and leaving the the retreat was like short so it's like why not leave the show in the retreat on a good note leaving as an honest man even though you're a crap all the way up to this point at least leaving an honest man but he did it he decided to leave as a coward and a liar so that's that ugh. and i had a friend an old friend i call a lot of my old friends that are that are kind of like sucky people i call them the ones who shall not be named and one of the ones who shall not be named was one of the most weirdest like like person in terms of energy and just was always just lying and just weird stuff and just acting weird and like i've had to deal, deal with that and it's just weird like those type of people would never make sense to me it's disgusting it's very icky like he's a walking ick for real him and ethan especially ethan it's like i don't even know if i can call creed an ick he's just a pathological liar he's a sociopath Ugh, i literally can't and then the fact that he started crying when lana said he had to leave like all you had to do was tell the truth why are you crying this is all your fault you put yourself in this position literally own up to it i just don't understand and i'm like now i see why he is really single he needs extensive help this retreat ain't enough for him he has a lot wrong with him obviously like he just ugh. like there needs to be a sign above his head that says stay away from this man he is crazy um and i hope he watches these episodes back and is so embarrassed about his behavior and he cringes knowing that he acted that way but he honestly probably thinks it's funny <laughs> like him and probably all his little friends that are probably just as much as f boys as him and they probably like haha so funny like no you're literal trash and i can't even say like oh hopefully like people watch the show and girls stay away from him but we all know that's not gonna happen these men be like the worst people on reality tv and girls still fall for them because they want that clout um but it's fine all i know is that if i ever see that man he is getting punched in the face not really but i would love to punch him in the face on behalf of sophie flavia and imogen if we're being bro but i think that's all we have to say about creed he's definitely like the biggest section it is wild my friend one of my friends is like still in the process of watching like the last couple episodes and i just her reactions are so funny because it's legit what me and my other friends that finished it before her were like um it was just crazy like he is just so disrespectful too like ugh. he's disgusting that's all i have to say about him where you're gonna move on from that weird energy to another weird energy and that is ethan i don't want to say much about him because he freaking sucks and he does not know how to treat women and i think he does not care at all to even learn how to treat them right he just sees them as an object or <laughs> where was i going with this he just sees them as an object in a way for him to get pleasure he does not care about them at all i bet sleeping with him is probably trash um and he did not take the workshop seriously which i like hated because i really like that i that addition to the show um because it's like at least they're trying to help these people out even though they 
I don't think most of them really want help. Um, but yeah, and and that was just annoying him not taking it seriously, especially the Yoni one. I think that's the only one he did, but I thought that was a really important one. Like it put a lot of perspective to a lot of people. Um, but it's like, like how did Liar Creed pay more attention in a workshop than you? Like be for real. Um, I'm glad he left early. He's disgusting. Like, no way he asked Imogen if her boobs are real. Like, who asked that? That is so rude. He has zero riz. As the kids would say, ew. I hate that I said that. Please ignore that. I'm literally Gen Z. I was born in 2003, so don't call me an old lady. <laughs> but, yeah, that was disgusting. He literally only cares about physical stuff. Um, a walking red flag. And even with britain he only complimented about her looks and it was funny when she asked him about what he took away from the workshop and he couldn't even tell i was like yeah you're trash next throw him away um now we're gonna stop talking about trash and talk about sophie so i liked her but she did not stand out to me um she didn't really have much screen time for real creed did her dirty i honestly expected her to leave earlier before she got kicked out but I hope she's doing better now. And that is literally all I have to say <laughs> about her. Um, next is Nigel. Very attractive. But such a freaking player in the beginning. Um, he honestly is a very good example though. Of how trying to be a player. You fumble the bag. And I love that Kayla and Dominique were not with his games from the beginning. Um, but honestly, he, like, he got less green time as the show went on. And other than that situation, I did not mind him as much. Like, at first, I was like, ew, Nigel, like, ugh, you're such a player. I do not like you. But after the little two-timing, not two-timing, but, like, after, you know, that whole situation, after Kayla left him and Dominique wasn't really feeling him, um, I mean, he was just pretty funny and chill, I guess. Um, yeah, there's nothing to write home about for him which i guess is a good thing considering everyone hates creed he's public enemy number one for sure um next dominique again don't have much to say about her um she wasn't in a couple but she was a baddie though and i can tell she has a genuine soul so we love that and i'm sure in the real world now that she's um done this retreat hopefully she took some stuff away and hopefully i mean i've i have no doubts about all these people well, at least the girls finding good genuine connections so hopefully she finds someone who's actually good for her um next is imogen she came in at the end so we did not get to know her too much but she really reminded me of francesca when they first showed her i was like oh my god she looks so much like francesca um i wish she did mingle with other guys though it wasn't just sticking with creed since we know he is a disgusting pathological liar I think she really could have hit it off with someone else, even if it wasn't like a like a very solid relationship. At least it could be something, you know. Um, like maybe even like Sean, Nigel. I don't know. Um, she was just stuck with Creed, and I was like, ew. Like, girl, you can do better. But you know, her energy about taking someone else's man was a little off-putting. But but then we're talking about Creed at the same time. And he was very much feeding into it, so I don't know. But I honestly, like, even though she had that energy, though, and it was a little off-putting, it didn't off-put me that much. But I don't know. Let me know y'all's thoughts about this. Like, were y'all feeling Imogen or not? I honestly do not have any words right now. Um, but yeah, like I said, I really think she could have maybe found a connection with someone else. Who knows, even if they weren't her physical type um i mean we saw how caleb and seb worked out seb isn't her type on paper but look at them they're the only people to leave in an official relationship so sometimes your type might not be what's best for you um but other than that um oh wait and i'm glad sis spoke up at the workshop when flavia was talking about creed because i feel like so many other girls would have kept quiet just out of pure like either just ego or just awkwardness um, but i'm glad she spoke up she was very bold which i liked um because i feel like a lot of times on those shows people they just be they they just don't be bold enough for my taste but 
yeah that's all i have to say about imogen um and sean sean came in at the same time as imogen so don't have much to say because we did not get to know him too well but he was hot <laughs> he brought really good energy i'm like ooh, is this what the man looked like in miami maybe i need to take a trip down to miami baby um ew that was kind of cringe but <laughs> miami i will be seeing you when i turn to the one just so you know um but one thing that was off about him was he was like i love my black queens which i love that energy but he did still choose kayla to go on a date with which is very interesting it's like okay black queen but the black queen in question at the retreat was your second choice which is very interesting hmm. that is so that's something definitely to keep in mind about him and about other men that probably say the same thing on social media and just saying you're all like yes black queens but they still choose the white girl over the black girl but it but it's fine but it's fine we're not this is we're this is not the time this is not the time to talk about this right now we're just trying to be fun um but other than that he seemed like a pretty decent guy so honestly do not have much to say and that is all i have to say about this newest season of two of the hanza um obviously i had a lot to say this podcast episode is honestly going on a lot longer than i thought it was going to so i mean honestly it's good because this is podcast format but i still have one more thing to talk about um i don't have as much to say but ooh, oh my god that was actually disgusting and that's just not getting edited out so i apologize so much about that little burp like i truly do like that's disgusting um but yeah let me know your thoughts for sure about the newest season on the instagram and on the tiktok i will be posting tiktoks um friday and over the weekend so i'm gonna make that a priority so let me know your thoughts on to hot the handle on the instagram okay i'm dragging this on way too long um next we're gonna talk about harry and megan's docuseries it was literally titled harry and megan um one i didn't realize it was coming out so like soon for some reason because i felt like we just saw so many so many like articles like it's getting pushed back it's getting pushed back and then it just dropped i was like oh okay i guess i guess this is this is this is what we're doing now um but i actually just finished it finished it today okay one i didn't even realize it's gonna be a docuseries and two, I didn't realize they were going to be dropping, like, two different parts of it. So, they dropped the second part today, finished it. It's only six episodes in total, and the episodes aren't, like, too bad in length. You only have to take out, like, two hours of your day to really finish, like, the two parts. If you finish, if you watch them separately, but I binged the first three episodes when those dropped. And I did that again today. Um, Basically, what this doggy series is about is literally just their whole journey from how they found out about each other, how they started dating, blah, 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 their relationship, all the way to now, and they even talk about their upbringings and stuff like that. So you're getting, like, their whole life stories and then their story together as a couple and basically everything that they've been through up until this point. And it was very eye-opening, um, especially for me. I'm, like, a very casual, like, news intaker. Like, I'm not very intense with making sure i'm up to date with things even though that's something i want to change like i want to do better but especially with like royal news like eh, i'm not really looking into that like i've obviously have seen like big big stuff here and there i do watch the oprah interview and stuff but there's still a lot of missing gaps with my knowledge um and yeah but so that's just what the docuseries is about and i honestly like this series a lot more than i thought i was going to like i was just like okay i understand they want to tell their side but i'm just like mm, how good is this really gonna be like are they really gonna get into stuff are they not but they really did they gave a lot of insight into a lot of things i didn't even know occurred and they really did not hold back i feel like but like they, they didn't slander anybody though which was like really interesting because like even before i started this study series i don't even know why i'm even gonna entertain this like acting as if daily mail is really the most credible but that is where i get a lot of news from but they're like oh this documentary is slandering or not so i was kind of expecting that like maybe they are not 
exactly that but maybe like well maybe there's a couple little comments or stuff that might be a little bad for the royal family but they just told it how it was they just said the reality of it and if you think that's slandering then you're crazy um but yeah and honestly with them putting like the dates of, of everything from when they started dating when everything was announced it's so crazy because i feel like everything happened so recently but it really didn't like what i'm thinking about in my mind like i'm over here thinking that everything that ever occurred in the relationship happened in the past year or so but it literally has been happening since 2017 when i was literally a freshman in high school and i'm just like i, re I remember seeing the news of that stuff when it broke but i just cannot place myself seeing that as a freshman in high school like i'm just like what kind of mind mind f is this like i'm just like wow like, i just for some reason just cannot put myself there but i do remember seeing all the news when it broke i just cannot remember myself being in high school i don't covid really messed up my perception of time so bad i'm just like i'm just like i don't know when anything happened in the past two years and i and apparently now even in my freshman and sophomore year of high school but oh well um, but I was also shocked, though, at how much they look at the press. Like, how much, like, people in their position look at the press and just, like, celebrities in general and influencers look at what is being said about them. Like, I just, I'm just like, wow. Like, I always just assume a lot of them just really ignore that stuff. And I'm sure they do, but a lot look at that stuff. And I'm just like, even if you're widely loved, I personally, if I was a celebrity and in, in, in the limelight, I would not look at anything about me unless I knew for sure it was, like, positive. <laughs> like i just had to do that i had to protect my peace y'all like that's why like i love or not i love but i love encouraging in some, in some type of way but not to be pushy like for people to leave a review but i know as my podcast grows more people listen to it i will not be the cup of tea for everyone like not every podcast that i start to listen to i like um and i know people who sometimes leave nasty reviews um and i know that might happen someone might leave a nasty review or two in the future as i grow um and it's like nice to acknowledge the really nice reviewers but i don't think i could look into reviews for real because i see one bad thing i might i might take that to heart even though actually i don't know who actually knows hopefully i don't ever really have to be in that position but yeah i'm just surprised like especially them too like with all the hate the racist stuff and just i mean you guys know what i'm talking about like those crazy articles the invasion of privacy like i'm just so surprised they looked into that stuff so freaking much but it makes sense because the royal family in general if you watch the crown you know how involved in the media that they are especially with coverage about them but it's just crazy like it's just crazy to really see to see it in the implications of the real world instead of the crown which obviously the crown is like real life depictions and stuff with like some type of like fiction fictionalized like conversations and stuff but you know you know um i don't know it's just crazy to see it in this situation and it's just crazy to like and it's honestly just sad to see how everything kind of is now with like you know william and harry not being close anymore and i think they kind of like imply that you know william kind of aided in these stories being you know let out and Charles too, like bad stuff about Megan, I believe. And it's just like, ugh, it's sad, but it's like f them at the same time. And I mean, and the the them in question, I'm like f them is Charles and William, of course. Um, but it just sucks. It really just sucks. But honestly, someone made a good point, and they're like, truly, like, okay, it's like a big thing in the media where it's like Harry or Megan made Harry want to leave, but no harry very much made it clear it was his decision like megan wasn't even thinking about leaving he had to make the best decision for him and his family um but people made a good comment they're like harry probably wanted to leave that family even before megan came along and i said that is so true <laughs> he probably has been waiting and like now was just finally the time where he was like yeah we are doing this um but it's just disgusting like how the media treated them and even the royal family um 
like the fact that they took away their security which so- someone in the documentary documentary made like a good point it was like they did that because you know they probably thought like oh if we take this this and this away over them they'll want to come back but no they were confident in their decision and they're like no we're getting out of this family um and so but yeah everything's just sad about it and especially with megan's dad and stuff because of course we've all seen this stuff and I just kind of saw stuff here and there. So I just thought from the beginning, Megan and her dad didn't have a good relationship. But it turns out, like, they have, like, a good, like, a, you know, like, a regular good relationship. A Literally a week before her wedding when it came out that he was leaking stuff to the press, like, for over $100,000. And just ever since then, like, didn't really talk to her. It's just a whole bunch of mess. I'm like, that is so sad what money will do to people. Like, your literal dad, I cannot even imagine. Especially, like, she used to be a daddy's girl, she said. And I'm definitely a daddy's girl. So, it's like, I couldn't even imagine if I was put in that position. And my dad, out of all people, was, like, willing to sell stuff to the papers for money about me. Like, that would, that's just so heartbreaking. But it seems like they made peace now and they're moving on. They're moving on with their lives and I love that for them. And honestly, Harry and Meg is like dedication to like charity and helping people. I'm like, wow, I need to be doing more. Like, now I'm like, ooh, I definitely need to be doing better with helping, giving back and stuff. Um, So that's definitely something I should probably work on in the new year. But anyways, um, da-da-da. Um, I loved how important issues were brought up, like race and just kind of the history of racism um, within the UK because I honestly don't know much about their history. Obviously, I know it's not a good history, but um, we don't get taught that in school. Um, I obviously know about the racial history in America because I live here, but Britain and like other countries, like I really don't know. Um, so it was really nice to see that and really see their impact because I truly did not know. And y'all know, well, y'all don't know because I've never talked about this, but I do love history. I find history in general really fascinating, but there definitely are certain aspects that I'm not the best at um, and honestly don't really care for. But just learning the general history was really important. Um, and I just love the way they filmed this like the integration of like them talking and then there's like news clips and paparazzi clips and personal videos i just loved how it was filmed it flowed so well like some of the episodes were like an hour long and some 40 minutes but it really felt like 15 minutes like it just flowed so well together i was interested the whole time it was a really good docuseries like if you're a fan of the royals or not really a fan but like you have interests like I'm not a fan of the royal family like I think it's kind of stupid that there's a royal family there and in other countries like they literally do nothing they just live off the taxpayers money but you know but there's still that weird fascination because it's like what and I love the crown so I definitely would recommend watching this um so yeah and I honestly really liked it and anyone who is a hater is just miserable um I've never thought anything bad about Harry and Meghan like I just don't know much about them. I didn't even know who Megan was before her and Harry started dating because I don't watch Suits. Never heard of it. Um, I think my, I don't even know what I was about to say that because that's just not true. I was going to say maybe my parents watched it and they did it. What I think what I meant to say was maybe my parents know about it more than my mom. But yeah, they're cute together. Archie and Lily, I believe, are the some of the cutest kids ever like i'm like not y'all wanting me not y'all wanting me or wait no not y'all making me wanting to have kids now because they were just so adorable and just like seeing them and like them parenting and just being so happy about having babies and stuff um was just so cute to see i'm like wait maybe i do want kids um lol anyways um so that's all i have to say i only had two shows to talk about today um I was going to talk about The White Lotus and The Sex Lives of College Girls, which are both HBO Max shows, but I'm in the middle of watching those right now, but they will for sure be finished by next Friday, so I will be talking extensively about those shows next week and hopefully some movies. I don't know. We'll see what type of mood I'm in next week, Um, but for sure, we'll be talking about those, especially since both of their finales were this week, I believe, so 
it's a big talk of the town. I have been avoiding spoilers like crazy, but I will say I definitely do recommend those shows for sure. So maybe you can binge them and catch up with me by next Friday. So I just want to put that out there. Um, and yeah, I honestly was not expecting to talk so much about Too Hot to Handle and Harry and Meghan. So maybe it's good that I only talked about two shows today because this episode is over an hour long. And don't worry, we are very, very close to the end. But hope you guys enjoyed this new setup. And in terms of like two, two posts a week, one a topic, and then the pop culture. This was really fun because I love TV. I love movies. I love celeb news when it's juicy. So... I'm really excited to introduce this little segment, or not segment, this new format of schedule posting, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm starting to ramble, so we're going to end this episode off today, right now. I hope you guys enjoyed me ranting. It was really fun. I wanted to take a shower. Well, I'm going to record this, or, oh my god, see, y'all, I'm not making this. I need to end this out. I'm going to... In this episode, put it in iMovie, export it, upload it, get everything ready for tomorrow morning, and take a shower, watch the sex life with college girls, and go to bed. Um, literally all day I was catching up on Vlogmas. It was amazing. Um, I didn't read today, which ugh, I should have. I'm in the middle of reading Archer's Voice. It's so freaking good. But it's just I'm getting out of a reading slump. And it's just a longer book, so I just take it, like, I just have to get back in my reading groove. But, okay, okay, I'm for real done talking. This episode is so freaking long, I was not expecting it to be over an hour. But, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed me ranting. Give me all your thoughts on the Instagram. I hope you guys have a great weekend. It's Friday, y'all made it through the week. We love to see it. And I will talk to y'all Monday. Bye.